This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. Please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu for more information. The ongoing credit crisis in U.S. financial markets has claimed a huge and high-profile victim, Bear Stearns, the Wall Street investment bank and securities brokerage firm. After being slammed by what amounted to a run on the bank during the week of March 10th, Bear Stearns was pushed to the brink of bankruptcy and then acquired, for $2 a share, by J.P. Morgan Chase over the weekend. Federal Reserve Chairman Ben Bernanke and Treasury Secretary Henry Paulson played an active role in the transaction, largely because of the potential impact that a major bankruptcy might have on confidence in the financial markets. That same day, the Federal Reserve lowered interest rates, as it did again on March 18th by three-quarters of a percentage point. As the credit crisis shows no signs of easing, are other Wall Street firms likely to follow Bear Stearns into oblivion? Will the Federal Reserve's efforts help to boost confidence in the financial system among U.S. and international investors? Finance professor Jeremy Siegel, author of The Future for Investors, discussed these questions and more with Knowledge Warden. Professor Siegel, thanks for joining us. Happy to be here, Steve. Well, the Fed just lowered the interest rate by three-quarters of a point. What effect do you think that that will have? Yeah, that was right in the middle of, of expectations, what I thought they would do. Um, there were two dissents this time, which is, is quite a lot. Uh, Charlie Plosser joined Richard Frischer from the Dallas Fed. Charlie Plosser is here from the Philadelphia Fed. I know him very well. He's actually a student of mine at, uh, uh, when I taught at the University of Chicago. Um, and uh, w- what concerns me, and, and I, uh, on the whole, I think what Bernanke is doing is, is very good. He's being aggressive where he has to be. Uh, but, but as I mentioned last time in the podcast, I, I, I'm concerned that the Fed is not acting as concerned about inflation as it should. It did in its statement acknowledge that there were inflationary pressures, uh, but it did not elevate inflation as a problem equal to the uh, problem of, of growth. And I think both of them are problems at the present time. So we're going to have to see how that plays out and whether commodities are going to continue their ride upward. It was broken yesterday, uh, but uh, without coming out strongly against inflation, we're going to be watching those commodity prices. That's going to be important. If they go back down, it's going to be all right. But if they continue up, it's, it's a threat. Oh. Let's turn to the other big story that's been playing out this week. Uh, why did Bear Stearns implode so quickly? It's like a run in the bank. Uh, we don't have runs on banks anymore because we have we have deposit insurance. We had the Fed explicitly standing behind all the deposits. But basically, what happens is rumors start. Your your you know your money isn't isn't good, and then you know you lose nothing by getting it out. Uh, uh, so you 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 run to the bank and, and get it out. Now, in in this case, it's not a bank in in a formal sense, but it's lenders that have been lending um, uh, Bear Stearns money against their portfolio, against their purchases, and all of a sudden they were worried about whether they would be repaid because this is very short-term lending. They all yanked their lending, uh, and this caused a tremendous cash squeeze because they didn't have enough cash, and, and, and that's when the real problem started. Was the weekend sale at $2 a share to J.P. Morgan Chase the right move for the markets? That that surprised me um, uh, a lot. A lot. Uh, I wasn't uh, when they announced on Friday that they uh, that the Fed was giving a thirty billion dollar uh, 
uh, credit uh, or, or, or guarantee to J.P. Morgan, I thought that that was a good move. They said that it was going to be 28 days, and I thought that they would auction, take four weeks, and, and auction off uh, uh, Bear Stearns uh, or, or tell them to find other financing. I mean, it, they didn't have to sell themselves. Uh, I, was, I was very surprised that it was done so quickly, and I'm and quite puzzled at it. And um, I don't know whether two dollars is a, is a is a good price. I think there's going to be a lot of controversy about this issue uh, going forward. In terms of what? In terms of the fact that the shareholders of Bear Stearns, this is a stock that was selling at 160 less than a year ago. Even after all the problems were announced last Friday, it closed at 30 dollars a share. No one dreamed that it should be two, and to sell it out at two. Um, uh, you know, unless we get all the facts, uh, seems to me to be uh, too extreme, and, and I don't understand why it had to be done so quickly. Maybe there will be information forthcoming about that. Maybe the management did think that they were bankrupt and rather sell it out at two rather than go through bankruptcy. Uh, we'll have to see what the results are, but it, it, it was a pretty shocking um, price. Right. What impact would a Bear Stearns bankruptcy have had on other financial institutions? Well, you know, you want to ask the question, is there much difference between $2 and a, <laughs> and a bankruptcy? Uh, I mean, that, that's one reason why I, I think that the 28-day loan that the, the Fed made last Friday was very appropriate. In other words, let, let's give us time to, to sort this out and make a, uh, you know, a, a, a reasonable uh, attempt at getting other financing, find out what the assets are. Um, and, and, and that's why it surprised me that a sale was pushed through so very, very quickly here. So I liked what the Fed did on Friday. I'm not quite certain about why it then uh, had pushed through, as the word has it, an, um, a sort of an emergency um, uh, 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 sale at, at, at a fire sale price. Right. The timing was supposed to uh, happen prior to the opening of the Asian markets on, on Monday, correct? Right. The interesting thing is that um, the markets were actually going to be opening better uh, if uh, when they learned of the $2 price, <laughs> that 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 panicked the market. It wasn't. Uh, that was a very bad piece of news. Um, actually, when they announced that they were cutting the discount rate, uh, as they did before the markets opened, good move. When they announced the sale, when they heard the word sale, good move. And then they announced the price, two dollars, and bang, everything fell apart. <laughs> so it was the price uh, more than anything else that uh, that shocked the market. I certainly support the move of lowering the discount rate, as they did a quarter of a point. Uh, is is Lehman Brothers vulnerable? Um, certainly, when you looked at the market yesterday, uh, they were it, it sold as low as twenty. Now today, a lot of confidence come back and selling at forty. Um, I think they're I, they are vulnerable. Everyone is quote vulnerable to a certain extent of a run. Uh, however, uh, uh, the financial status from everything we know about Lehman is, is far better than Bear Stearns. Bear Stearns was, first of all, far more involved in the mortgage-backed market, far levered. I mean, listen, they thought this stuff was great. They were buying it all the way down and uh, with leverage. And um, uh, although many Wall Street banks ended up owning some of it, they didn't keep on piling up. It looked like a uh, kind of a double-down strategy on the part of Bear Stearns. I mean, look, at this stuff is 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 not worth as little. The truth is, 
had they had the liquidity uh, to hold on, um, the Bear Stearns positions might have turned out to be very profitable. Just like long-term capital management 10 years ago, had they been able to hold on, uh, those positions became profitable. But um, they weren't in both these institutions. And um, uh, as a result, uh, without liquidity, uh, this, this, is a, this is a major risk. You mentioned your surprise at the Fed's move in all of this. Are, are you, uh, what's your take on the Fed's role uh, it is it is it is playing a a proper role. One has to realize when the when the Fed was was founded, uh, you know, nearly a hundred years ago, um, there was just the banking system. I mean, there really wasn't as much investment banks and all the markets that we have today and 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 everything else. So all the lending functions were defined in terms of the banking system. Our financial system is so much bigger today. I mean, it covers I-banks as well as commercial banks and all sorts of markets uh, that that did not really exist before. So I think it is very proper for Bernanke to now say, let me extend credit to primary dealers. They don't have to be uh, dealing just with the commercial banks. In other words, we have to recognize the uh, the um, uh, extensions of, of the credit markets and the financial markets. And I think that he, that he is doing so. I think the, as I say, my, uh, at this point, the only only quibble I have with his policy uh, is not coming out a little stronger on uh, I'm, I'm worried about uh, inflation because I think this is what's driving commodity prices and the dollar. All his other moves, I think, have been very uh, well thought of. And uh, certainly even the declines in interest rates, if he had put a, a sufficient caveat on that, I think I would, I would uh, approve of that also. Um, uh, on the whole, though, the Fed is doing really just about everything in its power now to to keep the situation from uh, developing worse. And, you know, people say, can it get any worse? When we look at the effects on the real economy so far, um, uh, yes, home prices are falling. Yes, the home building industry is, has turned negative as it has for the last year. Uh, the amazing thing is, is that the best estimate of economists is that GDP growth in this first quarter, just like the fourth quarter of, of last year, will again be positive. And as we know, unemployment rate has just ticked up a few tenths of 1%. There has been um, out, uh, tremendous uh, d disturbances um, and turmoil in the financial and credit markets, but in the real economy, um, at this particular point, we would have to say uh, the effects are relatively mild. Okay. What about the issue of moral hazard? Some yeah. critics have said that the Fed inserting themselves in this situation. In other words, yeah, and I think one uh, thing, Steve, uh, and I, I, I think we all heard that as we are listening on, on news reports, this was not a bailout um, by the Fed. I mean, when the price of the stock goes down 99%, virtually wiping out every uh, share uh, owner. Um, and in fact, I'm shocked that they, they did the price so low. I really think the intrinsic work was, was, was probably a bit higher. Uh, one third of these were bears and employees that held the stock in one form or another. I mean, it, the firm's equity was virtually... Uh, was virtually wiped out. So, I mean, uh, you know, the people say, oh, this is encouraging this type of behavior before. You wipe out 99% of the value. That's not going to encourage uh, that sort of behavior before. And also, one has to realize that this was actually a loan to J.P. Morgan, um, uh, uh, and they are intending to unwind that loan. My prediction is, by the way, that the Fed will not take any loss on those guarantees. 
because I think when, uh, you know, when everything is sorted out, there will be enough to cover that and there won't be any loss. And so I, I don't believe that this will encourage similar. If they had, uh, you know, said we're buying out uh, Bear Stearns at, uh, you know, $100 a share, that would be a whole different, but not at $2 a share. So they're not laying out a safety net. Uh, there is really no safety net. I mean, basically, uh, you know, Bear Stearns went all the way down. It just didn't technically go into the bankruptcy. Right, right. Are the, the recent interest rate cuts likely to restore confidence in the financial markets, do you think? It's more than just the interest rate cuts. It's all these actions to extend credit uh, beyond the uh, traditional commercial banking areas into other financial uh, areas um, and, and the process of lowering it. My feeling is that we're going to get through this, and I think that the Fed, uh, you know, by late summer will emerge as, wow, went through a really difficult time and saved the economy, maybe not from a recession, but from something much worse. And we know what it could have been because the 1930s were a similar sort of situation. Um, but the Fed did not stand behind the financial institutions, and then they were banks, let them all fail, and we had the, the worst economy in history. Uh, I, I think when we look back, we'll say we, he put everything he could reasonably at it, um, and um, we're going to have a, maybe a mild recession, but we're going to avoid anything worse. And uh, we, Bernanke may very well easily turn out to be a hero here um, when, when everything is said and done and the recovery comes. If not a recession, are we likely to have a longer and deeper slowdown than we've had, at least in recent times? Well, you know, actually, the interesting thing is that slowdowns have been a little longer, but much shallower. Um, the deep downward spike that we used to get, like particularly in manufacturing, you know, suddenly down and then up spikes of unemployment, have given way in a more service-oriented economy and in, uh, in, in a slower, uh, a much more muted behavior of, of unemployment and employment and, and a, uh, a little longer. In other words, remember the sluggishness coming out of the uh, 2001 recession, uh, you know, prompted Greenspan to keep rates down for a long period of time. Um, uh, so my feeling is we may not pick up until 2009, although I think 2008 might surprise us in the second, the second half. But uh, I certainly think it's going to be a very mild recession if we do have one. What are the implications for international markets? Well, uh, the, 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 the falling dollar is, is a concern. I voiced that uh, at our last uh, podcast that um, I, I worry that the international community has uh, not lost faith in, in the Federal Reserve or in Bernanke in terms of fighting the downturn, but in terms of fighting uh, the uh, inflation um, and giving up on the uh, international value of the dollar. And I think that that's driving, I mean, since we talked, you know, a couple weeks ago, the dollar has gone down even much further. Commodity prices have risen more. Oil is now, you know, back at 110 and going higher. That is my, my primary concern. I think, personally, that is a bigger concern than, you know, Bear Stearns and the others. Those hit the headlines. But, the, you know, the, what is happening to the dollar, what's happening to commodity prices, um, has, has deeper meaning in there. And I'm afraid it's just going to give upward a, a pop of inflation, which means that Bernanke will then have to uh, turn back from these cuts and, in fact, raise rates uh, later on. So if he comes against inflation now, I don't think he would have to raise rates as much later on. If he voices his concern, he can break the commodity bubble and, um, 
and uh, and save higher rates later on. At this particular juncture, I'm waiting for the market. I mean, we just got these cuts. Uh, you know, today we'll see what happens on the commodity markets. But if they continue to rise and the dollar continues to fall, um, uh, Bernanke is going to have to say we we uh, we we now don't believe any more cuts are are needed or or desirable for our economy. So, Professor Siegel, what should investors be thinking about doing now? Well, you know, it's interesting in terms of, uh, you know, when should you sell? Market's gone down a little bit since then. We've had a, a, a you know, very good day to day so far. Um, one thing that I look at is market sentiment. Um, and uh, we, we've had, I won't go into the details, but we had some indicators that were very, very negative uh, on the part of individual investors and newsletters. And that is a contrary indicator in the sense that when everyone gets bearish and everyone throws in the towels, the, you know, it's, it's just horrible. That's usually where the market turns around. And I'm beginning to see a lot of that negative sentiment move into the market. I'm seeing spikes of, of, of volatility. I'm seeing um, uh, all sorts of indices flashing high anxiety. And those indices are, are, are pretty reliable at bottoms. Uh, in terms of, of picking it. I won't say we're at the bottom right now. I think we're very close to the bottom. Uh, don't get scared and sell anything out. This is not going to be a Great Depression. I know some people are talking about it. Um, but uh, if you see the way the Fed mo- is moving and making sure liquidity is in the system, when you look at what's happening in the real economy, and believe it or not, it's still moving along with very few people net have lost their jobs. I think you'll see that there's a lot of reason to be confident about the future. Thanks very much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. For more information, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.